It's the Weekly 80 Podcast here on wyomingathletics.org and ESP Media powered by Sidearm Sports. I'm Jason Griefer, and as always, we're joined by Wyoming Athletic Director Jan Wilking. Uh, Jan, good morning. Uh, how was the weekend for you? Good morning. The weekend was fantastic. Uh, as mentioned, the weather was, was beautiful, and um, anytime we can just get by with a little bit of rain and, and no 100-degree uh, weather, a good weekend in the fall yeah and finally fall has arrived here in the uh, Cincinnati area so that's a uh, that's definitely not a bad thing here considering it's the second week of October um, exactly. yeah, <laughs> let's uh let's talk about how your uh, your various teams did this past week and let's start with uh, uh probably the most uh, heart pounding one of the most heart pounding ones here uh the boys soccer team boy what a what a battle they had to, they had against Indian Hill uh able to win the CHL though and hit but had to rally to draw a tie against Indian Hill, uh, down two lo- two nil with 12 minutes left, and uh, came back to a uh, to get the result there. Uh, obviously, you know the the elation and the celebration I'm sure was big there for the boys. But uh, from your perspective, uh, how much is this going to help them going forward, knowing that they are able to rally when they fall behind like that? Wow, uh, what a game it was! Um, yeah, absolutely. Did they rally? <laughs> I, I was at a, at a meeting with the city and uh, was getting text and, and stopped over with about 11 minutes to go. And just as we scored the first goal, I thought, all right, we're going to be, we're going to, we're right here. And then uh, when we were able to put that second one in for the tie and then ultimately the league championship, what an amazing night for, for those young men and coaches for sure. Um, I think it does. It springboards them towards uh, hopefully big things in the tournament. Uh, for the second straight year in a row, um, a team comes after us in the tournament. But I think the the students really are embracing it this year, and um, you know, trying to realizing that they have to get through some tough Southwest Ohio matchups to to move on, and might as well play those teams early. So let me clarify here. A couple of weeks ago, we talked. You had to fill in for the girls' golf team when a coach was out sick, and, and you go out and win the league title by almost fifty strokes. Now you're able to get to the boys' soccer match. Right around the time they rally and they come back and draw for the league title here, is do you have some kind of magic like no like formula here that you show up and they win? Show up, right? Show up, schedule the buses, make sure the other team is there, schedule the officials, and hire great people to do their job. That's my only role in all of this. So um, no, I think it has very little to do with with my presence. I think. uh, the hard work they've put in all year round is, is what brought them to that point, and certainly, um, I'm sure some motivating words from their coaches that that we're still in this thing are, are what makes it work. Well, uh, before, well, well I'm going to give you credit for it anyway. It was it was all it was all you. <laughs> the kids were just lollygagging until you showed up. They wanted to, wanted to show up for their right. boss. That's what I'm going with. So uh, now they move on to the sectionals uh, this coming weekend and uh, take on the winner of Blanchester and uh, Norwood. Uh, it, the result was what it was. You get the tie there. Do you think that maybe also helps refocus the team as they start postseason play? I do. I, I've heard Coach Jones and, and actually Coach Wood, girls soccer, and, and our volleyball coaches all talk about um, refocusing at this point. You know, everybody's zero and zero at this point. Um, everything you've done in the regular season is awesome. Um, we'll deal with those accolades once the season's over. But from this point forward, it's a new season. And anything can happen, so you want to make sure that you're, you know, laser focused and understand exactly what the objectives are each night you go out there. 
On the other side, the girls have a bit of a tough stretch to uh, end the season here with uh, a few three losses in a row here, and the, the big one being the 3-1 loss to Indian Hill last week. And uh, wound up finishing fourth in the league, but that's because you've got three really good teams in front of you, Indian Hill, Taylor, Marymont. But now we're into the postseason as well for the girls. Uh, this uh, Just a few days, they'll take on either Roger Bacon or North College Hill. But uh, three straight losses going in now to this. Uh, in your mind, for the coaches and the players, how big of a challenge will it be to forget about the rough stretch here and try and get their minds reset for a fresh start in the postseason? Well, I think their 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 minds are right where they need to be. Um, I was at their game on Saturday as well as a little bit on Thursday, and um, I think their mindset on Thursday, you know, Milford's a very good uh, Division One team, and they hung right with Milford, and uh, we were missing a, a key Montana Kyle um, was out with an injury, key player, and and I think once we get back at full strength, um, I think they like their draw a lot in talking with the coach, and we'll we'll be just fine in the tournament. Sometimes um, you know you learn a lot from losing, and I think the girls have been able to really pull together, rally together, and decide what their goals are going forward. So I'm excited to see what they do in the postseason. Um, they've had an outstanding season to date with some some uh, very good wins throughout the year so I think they're going to be just fine well, and like I said before I don't think it's anything to shake a stick at yes the team finished fourth in the standings but you're four two and one I mean that just goes to show also how strong the CHL is this season that you finish with just two league losses and you want to finish in fourth right and I think um, you know to coach Wood's credit we could have at Indian Hill you know we tied the game one to one and we could have sat back and, and played defense for the entire um, second half of the second half, if you will, and finished with a tie and finished higher up in the league. But, you know, the goal isn't to finish second with a tie. You know, you've got to take the chance to try to attack and, and score a second goal. And when you do that, you open up some things in the back, and, and that's what happened. But, um I don't. I think that's the absolute right thing to do. Whether we finish second or fourth in the league doesn't matter. But hey, give your kids a chance to go for the win and and the championship, and that's what she did. So I don't think anybody's too wrapped up in finishing fourth in the league. I think um, again, I think their sights are set on on a bigger prize and based on their draw. Hopefully, can make some things happen. Same can be said for your football team. Obviously, uh, to win their 22nd straight. Had to do it a bit differently over Deer Park. The result wound up being 42-10, to 10, but you were only ahead 14-10 to 10 at the halftime before pulling away in the second half. But also looking at the way this game played out, you know, your Mr. Everything quarterback, Evan Prater, only throws for 94 yards, and yet you're able to put up a bunch of points because you're able to run for over 300. It, it has to feel good for Coach Hancock and his staff to know that they can win in different ways week to week, even on a night where uh, Evan Prater doesn't have his best night throwing. Yeah, well, t- make no mistake about it. Deer Park is a good team. They have some tremendous athletes on, on both sides of the ball. And um, they, they, they came in. They came in focused. They played four quarters of, of you know, high school quality football. Um, so take nothing away from Deer Park. Um, yes, the result was we, we still ended up winning in a, in a lopsided way because, you know, we're, while Evan is Evan, I mean, he's amazing in every sense of the word. You know, there's a lot of other parts to the, to the wheel that makes us go. And I think we continue to work on each of those every week so that when we get to our ultimate Super Bowl, which is maybe a couple weeks down the line, um, 
we're able to have all those things firing. So um, I don't think anybody, at least anybody around here, is is thinking, gosh, you know, what what's up with the score? Um, as long as we win by one point, we still win. <laughs> so sure. um, I think it was a, it was a good game. Um, it was good to see you know kids like Elijah McGee come in and just run and Bo Thomas. Um, the line had an outstanding second half. Our defense is is just you know Cam. I think I said on Twitter a while ago, if Cam O'Gara isn't the DHL player of the year in the league on defense, I'm not sure who is. But I'll leave that up to the coaches to decide. But um, yeah, I mean I think Coach Coach Hancock's message is one and zero, and right now uh, we've checked off our last week's opponent, and we're very focused on Finneytown. Well, yeah, you move forward this week, and uh, obviously everybody can kind of look at the schedule and see what's looming potentially a week from now in a potential showdown, or a couple of weeks, I should say, with a couple of show uh, with Indian Hill. But uh, you know, on the road for the final time this this uh, week at Finneytown, uh, how excited are the players to not to get that behind them and know they've got the final two uh, coming from there? I know it's always want to know every week, but uh, to also they have to see this is the final road trip of the regular season. Um, and the final road trip of the regular season is about a two-mile road trip, so I think <laughs> nobody's complaining about that. I think, uh, um, you know, the 15-minute the bus ride will be just fine on Friday. Um, yeah, I, I definitely think we had a little bit of um, fatigue starting our first four, four of our first uh, five on the road, but um, it's been a good turnaround since then, and hopefully we can have a few games after this week at home and and then go on some little longer road trips for a little while. Yeah, and you can book some longer bus rides. <laughs> <laughs> All in the future. There, All in the future. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I understand. It is, like I said, like we said earlier, with the way it, things go, things seem to go whenever you show up for the game, I would hope you'll be in the first <laughs> yeah. row on the bus. So, uh Hopefully that that keeps going forward. Uh, let's move on to let's move on to uh, cross country. Both the boys and the girls both good showings at the league championships. Both finished fourth. Uh, I want to mention in particular uh, Sylvia Coyle. What a season she continues to have. Put up good results at the league championships and wound up finishing first team uh, all CHL. Yeah, Sylvia has been certainly a bright spot along with Tiffany Chant really um, for our girls. Um, Sylvia is going to have a. Uh, is a junior, so she'll she'll be back next year, and certainly we'll look to her to lead after this year. But girls have a good shot to get out to regionals, um, and hopefully, perhaps a, a qualifying trip to the state finals. Um, girls had a good good matchup for sure. Um, I think that uh, you know they were a little bit disappointed in their fourth place finish, just because it was so tight in numbers. But, um, you know, they ran the course, and they did what, what was expected and posted the several PRs. So uh, we'll hope for big things coming up on Saturday at Voice of America for districts. Yeah, absolutely. And on the boys' side, Andrew Stoppenhagen gets honorable mention, all CHL, so a, f- a fine season there uh, to be sure. Uh, girls tennis, uh, we talked last week about uh, Peyton Osha and Sydney Evans getting into the postseason as a team. And uh, they had to rally again to uh, to make it. They're on to state now and uh, wound up winning in three sets, uh, three six seven five six four. And so, before we talk about them, I got to know: Did you show up right at the beginning of the second set here for their rally? I did not. I <laughs> did not. So clearly, it's not me, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, nevertheless, a good good way, good performance by them in a, in a match they had to have to finish third and and to be able to to advance on. 
Yeah, they, those two, um, they're playing some good tennis right now, and it's so much fun to watch them play because truly they just look like they're enjoying playing with one another. And um, They've played singles a lot throughout the season, and it's neat at the end of the year when you can take two uh, great individual tennis players who have played singles for probably most of their tennis careers and be able to match up and, and come together and qualify for state finals. Um, it, for them to be able to do that is really neat. This is Peyton's third trip uh, to the state finals, so that's not too shabby. No, absolutely not. And uh, it seems like right now with the way they're playing, as you talked about, they've got a good chance at uh, really doing some damage out there at the at the Linder Tennis Center starting on Friday. So our right, best of luck to them, and we'll see what they do when we talk again next week. Uh, volleyball, we t- as I talked at the beginning of the show here, one of the heart pounders was the boys' soccer team. Well, the girls' volleyball decided they were going to try and get, in the, get into that mix as well. Uh, we talked last week about how this was going to be going into this match against Indian Hill. And with everything on the line, the league title on the line, the win streak on the line, we all know about that. And uh, it looked kind of shaky for a little while. You, you win the first set, but then drop the next two. And then your girls have to rally from two sets to one down to be able to close that Indian Hill to to win the league title, to extend the win streak to 140 wins in a row uh, in the league. Boy, what a heart-stopping match this had to be. It was an amazing match. And I'll tell you, um, you know, collectively – there was a sense you could tell from the team and the coaches that we're just fine, you know, even when we went down two games to one. Um, and when you look at the seniors that were out on the floor for Wyoming, Inez Grom, Claire Carmichael, I mean, they, they just weren't going to let us um, walk away with anything but a win. Maddie Kurtz, I mean, they just, they just kept at it, play after play after play. And then you have some seniors, Natalie Strom, Claire Kraft, some juniors step up that – um, really, you just got the sense of the entire game that, okay, things aren't going to go, things didn't go our way at this you know, particular time, but in the end, we're going to be just fine. So um, they're excited to, to finish off the CHL the way they did and certainly looking forward to some postseason play uh, starting Tuesday. They'll take on Woodward to begin the postseason there. Uh, it, it, that that kind of seems like that's the mentality, as you talked about with this team, kind of that refuse to lose mentality. And to have a match like this with everything on the line this late in the season and to be able to pull it out, I have to imagine that gives it's going to give an extra shot in the arm knowing they're going to go into the postseason against teams they're not familiar with and on, and on floors they're not familiar with and still have the confidence to be able to advance on. Well, that's the hope. Um, they have some big goals. Uh, they like the way that their bracket shook out. So, um, you know, there's some great teams in Southwest Ohio this year and, and uh, Roger Bacon and Fenwick, um, but we feel like we are um, poised to at least challenge them to, um, you know, get to that next level. So we'll see. It's going to be a great couple weeks for sure for volleyball. So before I let you go here, Jan, as we've had a little fun with this throughout the show here today, um, can you tell us where you're going to be so that we know we can go ahead and pencil in a W for, for your teams? I'm telling you, it has very little to do with me. <laughs> I can't help it. Hire, hire good people and let them do their job. That's, that's the key. Um, I, I think I'm looking at my schedule for this week and next week. Pick a night, and that's where I'll be. Um, you know, Volleyball Tuesday, soccer Thursday, football Friday. Uh, Saturday's a full day, and then next week it's every single night. So um, this is this is certainly the fun time of the year for sure. 
Absolutely, uh, Jan, uh, and uh, we certainly appreciate you taking the time out here to join us here today. Uh, best of luck. Thank you for having a little fun with us here today, and uh, we'll talk to you next week and hopefully uh, have some more strong postseason results. Sounds great. Have a great week. All right, that is Athletic Director Jan Wilking here on the Wyoming 80 Podcast here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.